Welcome back to the Green Awning. I'm Jay Gianetto. I'm sitting here with golf course superintendent at Elmwood Country Club, David Eichhorn. Um, we've just been kind of recapping what's been going on out at the club, what's what's coming from a golf event standpoint. And we're just starting to get into uh, what's been happening here the last few weeks from a golf course standpoint. Um, you and your crew have been hard at it here in the dog days of summer. Um, it's been hot. It's been dry. It's, I mean, we did have some rain last night, but mm. it's. I think the wind blew hard enough today to, to dry it all up though. I, uh, I yeah, it was, it was a half inch and I was up at one o'clock. Um, not sleeping as has been the last few weeks and it started raining and all of a sudden I just, I was dried off. I got a big smile. I almost say a text. Yeah. Um, well, I heard the rain cause it was cool enough last night to have the windows open. Oh, so I had the windows open and, at uh, that point already. Yeah. And I heard, uh, I heard the rain start and all of a sudden I was like, I heard the wind and I was like, Oh boy, <laughs> I looked, I looked at the, at the radar and this thing was coming in from, so was moving in from the Southeast Northwest. It was really yeah. kind of a unique deal. And I was thinking, geez, when that happens, we're going to get some severe stuff, but, uh, the rain came down. Um, it was nice. Uh, the other day I drove out to a group. They were, they were teeing off on, teeing off on three. Oh, they, they, they left a wedge, left a wedge. And so I, I went and got it for him, took him out to hole number three and the wind was blowing. I said, Hey guys, I was getting nervous, but I'm glad the wind is, uh, is blowing because we really need to dry out a little bit. <laughs> they started laughing and I was like, man, but, uh, the lack of rain has, I mean, it's been it, among other things, lack of rain, irrigation issues, yeah. leaks, all that stuff has made mm -hmm. probably the last three weeks. I mean, uh, a difficult, a, a challenge for you. It's been, it's definitely been a challenge. It's probably been one of the, uh, biggest challenges I would say in my career and I've been in this since 2002 um, the uh, the lack of ability to water is is something that is a little frustrating I mean I like to keep the golf course on the drier side you know uh, like we were this spring but the non-ability to put water down when we need to put water down has been quite challenging. Um, so if anybody doesn't know, you know, we don't, we currently do not have the ability to water the golf course um, without it being done by a human, um, which means, you know, we're physically having to go out to irrigation heads and turning them on head by head or using the little green boxes that you see around the golf course, but you still have to go to those boxes and, and flip switches to physically do it. So we're, uh, we're, you know, like I said, I'm actually kind of pleased with how, you know, majority of the golf course is held up, but it is a little bit drier than, what I would hope, and now we're getting to the point where now the greens are becoming a little bit more saturated than we want it because we're battling isolated dry spots and whatever else. We're only able to water the greens, you know, 
first thing in the morning, right before play, as opposed to nine o'clock at night. Um, you know, and that's that's not always beneficial either from a um, disease standpoint. You know, um, you know, so I've kind of been kind of been worried about that, but we have had our preventative fungicides out, so you know, kind of covered from that basis. But still, it's it's a little unnerving. Um, but uh, yeah, we've kind of been hanging in there and uh, was able to sneak away for a couple hours yesterday for a superintendent um, meeting slash little golf event down at, at uh, Huxley. Got to see a lot of the, my colleagues that, you know, we're kind of in the same boat as everything else. Haven't had as many functions and, and meetings as we normally would. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of the first thing when I walked in there, you know, they were uh, like, oh, it's the, uh, it's the soup from Elmwood. You guys are building quite a little cult following amongst people. So that was that was uh that was reassuring had a few guys that have been over that uh have talked very positively about the property amongst the uh the industry so um had guys that wanted to stop over for a little emergency nine hole action last night and i was just like yeah i want to i want to present this how it was yeah, yeah. a couple weeks ago yeah. <laughs> as opposed to now um but i don't know you know Obviously, Mother Nature controls everything. Yeah, she hasn't been very um, kind. Um, so hopefully we're we're trying to resolve some of those issues that we can at least limber the place along when Mother, Ni Mother Nature isn't quite so kind. But um, we're still facing a lot of challenges. And uh, in the midst of that, we uh, had an opportunity to uh, capitalize on, on our shaper coming in town. Um, he got finished with the job down in Texas a couple weeks early and gave us a call and said, I know it's July, but, uh, you know, got an opening. So we, uh, pulled the trigger and got him in here. So we've been doing some, some bunker work, um, and, you know, getting sod down sod in July is the challenge. It's a challenge. <laughs> Uh, especially with the small crew like we have, obviously the fall would definitely be a lot easier. But I think it's, the work has been. I mean, uh, his name is Larry Denton. is our is our shaper, and, and uh, his abilities are amazing. I've seen a couple other shapers. Um, uh, one of the guys that uh, the guy's name is Tyler Ray, who did Cedar Rapids Country Club. Um, I mean, the stuff that guy could do with a bulldozer was, I mean, they're all probably in the same skill set, you know, but the limit, my limits of actually seeing a bunch of these guys do their work, it's it's impressive. And uh, he has made uh, this whole process incredibly easy. I think he's taken our vision and our look that we're going for um, and uh, ran with it, and it's I think everything's kind of turning out just kind of how we hoped, you know. So, um, so with that, yeah, we we did the bunkers. Um, where have we been? Oh, we put the we got the final two bunkers in on number nine. We got the four bunker up on the right hand side. Got a lot of questions about that. And we'll talk about that, I guess, a little bit later. Um, 
we got uh, Haney's Hole over on the left-hand side. So number nine is is pretty much complete as far as as the whole layout. We we started widening out the fairway a little bit. We probably got a little bit more work to do there, um, but we still need to regrass the green, obviously next fall. And uh, looking at a forward tee box, putting that in hopefully this fall and probably regressing the existing tee box this fall as well. So when I look at that hole, um, the thing that that I excites me about is I think the tree work that's going to end up happening on the right and left side, mm -hmm. raising up those canopies yeah. of those trees is really going to make that hole have a, have a bigger feel. I mean, it's, the fairway is going to widen out. It's going to, it's just going to, yeah. it's going to feel right now. It's still a little claustrophobic with those trees, how they're kind of overgrown a little bit. Um, yeah. But raising those canopies, opening it up a little bit, is going to make number nine. Now I think it's a, a really, really neat golf hole. Well, that's just it. We raise up that, raise up those canopies. Um, I mean, quite frankly, it's it's uh, the fairway looks intimidating off the tee box, but it's if you play your cards right, it's I would say it's very generous to hit. Yeah. Right. You know, you can use some slope on the right. Use some slope on the right. Um, you could hit whatever club you you want. I mean, you could hit seven iron off the tee box to a hybrid to driver you know all options are on the table yeah um but like you said the opportunity to raise up those canopies on those trees and get that get the fescue going a little bit more up on the right hand side to get that um because uh, there's something there but it's 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 thinner it's very thin which it's i'm very okay small. with it, right absolutely yeah. but to get it to pop like the rest of it yeah um, I think from the tee box standpoint, it just makes it that much more intimidating. Yes. Um, so, you know, obviously too, when we get the green redone, that green's going to enlarge quite a bit. Yeah. Um, be uh, some new angles, some new, some new breaks, and uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic hole. I, I mean, I I think right now, um, it's personally one of my favorites just because it's kind of all almost together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you can kind of see the concept and the look of, of how it's going. Um, so like I talked about that, the four bunker on the front right of the fairway. Um, it's a, you know, it's a bunker that's probably really should never be in play, but visually from the back of the tee box, it makes your landing area seem, yeah. you know, seem a lot yeah. smaller. It kind of frames, kind of frames everything starts the framing off in reality it's probably about a 150 yard right shot yep. to clear it correct yeah um and you get over it it's gonna feed down trundle trundle down to the center of the fairway um yep. it is it is definitely a, a visual a visual bunker um you got see we, we we've shaped up bunkers on 12 yeah got rid of one bunker that, that was long. I think, I think that's going to be an awesome feature just from the standpoint of now, now the guys that there really wasn't a bail, a bailout in reality on that hole, you know, you got a wedge in your hand, but you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to go short. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, you didn't want to go long for, for some mid to high handicaps. You didn't want to go long because now you're facing a bunker shot. That was downhill. Downhill out of the bunker. Now 
when that's all said and done, it's going to be a closely mown collection area that will that in reality is going to give mid to high handicappers the option of, okay, I can keep it on the ground. I can putt, you know, just, just to almost allow them to have a bail, a bail out, you know, now they could aim middle to middle of green. And Mm -hmm. if it gets away from long, they're going to be okay. Right. But, uh, yeah, and it's still gonna it's still gonna provide a little bit of a challenge going, yeah, going long. Um, you know the the uh, elevation there has dropped. Oh, I don't know. I'd say three feet. Yeah, from where the 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 bunker floor was. So, um, you know, that's I think that's a good thing and a positive thing. You know, because if you're going to chip, it obviously gives you a little bit more of a release, a little bit more of a I don't know what the word is. I mean, it's gonna. It's not gonna check as easily. Well, yeah, but it's a little bit more forgiving, I would say, as opposed to a level Y. You know, because yeah. you got a little bit more elevation to get the ball up and yeah, yeah, and whatever else. So, um, by the way, when you move closer to the microphone, yes. sounds there. Well, it might be a little too close. How about that? Hey, just so everybody knows, we have a new uh, podcasting setup in the Pro Shop. This is the first time we've used it. Um, hopefully. Hopefully now it sounds like David is at least in the same room as the rest of us before it kind of sounded like he was I'm a whisper in the back room. Um, so, you know, members can see that the, the bunkering has, you know, we've added some bunkers. We've, we've taken out a bunker. We are renovating the existing bunkers. Um, the style that we're doing is a grass face with a flat bottom. Mm-hmm. Why, why that style? What's the benefit? Well, number one, I mean, washout wise, it's, it's a lot easier. Um, so, you know, you get the, the grass or the high sand flashes back when it rained, back when it rained, <laughs> um, you know, the opportunity to move sand, is a lot less. Um, and that was just, the style back then, you know, they, they, uh, um, used the mounds and the grass faces to hide portions of green complexes yeah, and whatever else. So, I mean, that's, that's just kind of the style we're going back, you know, the old school, yeah, old school feel. So, but there is some maintenance, you know, um, like I said, as far as washouts go, there's a lot of maintenance ease on that front. Yeah. Um, we are, you know, we're doing very minimal maintenance of the bunkers. Um, you know, we haven't been breaking them, but once a week, um, you know, so that saves us time and labor. And I personally, I think it's a great feel and look because it just provides a challenge, a hazard type of look. Um, we're doing the eyelashes, um, you know, so it just, I just think it really pops when, you know, it got sand with the eyelash, and then you got a little bit of rough type of grass face yeah. up above it. So it's a it's a classic. I think so. Yeah, natural. natural. You know, you know, when golf courses were created and framed up, you know, they weren't Augustified, right? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, it wasn't. Golf courses weren't all. Yeah. Augusta. Right. There's only one Augusta. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. Um. Matter of fact, I think one of the, I think one of the greatest things I ever heard, um, and maybe I, I don't know if I've told you this or not, but uh, uh, 
when they were doing some of the work at uh, Cedar Rapids Country Club and uh, um, the architect and his shaper, I mentioned him earlier, were, were in there. Um, you know, he was he was doing all those, I would say 90% of those bunkers with a D3 dozer. You know, it was pretty impressive. Um, but, you know, we're kind of always taught to be perfectionists, I would say, you know, like smooth raking everything grading it out perfectly and i mean we had these there were these chunks of dirt up on top and and whatever else and he had mentioned you know hey let's go get you know let's go get this sodded or or whatever and uh um, came over and one of the employees was raking out the clumps of dirt and I don't think he was furious, but he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, well, I'm getting these clumps of dirt out. He's like, no, throw the sod over it. And they're like, what? And uh, he's like, you think they smooth raked everything back in 1900? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, the dirt was where they put it, and yeah. then the grass grew on top of it. You know, there wasn't, there was no perfectionism. Yeah. We kind of talked about that when we were early on. Like, if you try to be perfect. They're going to fail. You're, it's going to look like you tried to be perfect. Yeah. If you just do it and the natural look happens, then it looks like, oh, right. wow. That, yeah. that, they, they tried to make it you know, look like that. Right. And, um, so, yeah, there, there's definitely a lot to say for imperfection when you're trying to, especially around the bunker edges and things like that. Mm -hmm. to, to make them have the appropriate look. Um, we, we have this, you know, we talked about it in the, in the board meeting, uh, two nights ago, you know, we have our, the, the master plan down in the, in the pro shop. And <clears throat> I think there's a lot of, now that now that work's being done uh, on the, on the bunkers, there's been a lot of excitement from a lot of groups. Um, a lot of people like it. Um, there's a lot of positivity going. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people that feel like they didn't know what was going on. Um, but from from myself, and I, I don't know, you're here a lot. I'm here a lot. The opportunity to to be talked to is, is there's a lot of opportunities, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So you know, we've I, myself, I'm I'm committed to have this this plan sitting here for as long as it takes to to get people informed about the the vision um we have in the pro shop right now we have the the overhead master plan we have the old aerials from mm -hmm. 1930s 40s 50s 60s from that are uh how, how you know they have a lot to do with how the plan took shape as well as we have some 3d images one of is of hole number 12 and what I think is amazing about that image is like if I if I look at hole number twelve, yeah, and then I look at what it was supposed to be, it is almost identical to the three D image that we had made, which I think is is awesome in the standpoint of people can come talk, people can come look, people can ask questions, and uh, then we can show them like okay. See hole 12? This is what we're doing. So this bunker is going to look right. like this. This hole is going to look like this. Um, anyway, um, so I just want to 
make a, an open, like a, honestly, we're, we're going to have any, an event, uh, almost like a, an open house. What are we going to call it? The veranda chat. Yeah. Like a yeah, veranda chat, open ba- chat, basically to where open we're going to be here and, and people can come ask us, you know, questions about wh- where we're going. We just want to present like, look, you know, this is the vision. This is the why. Yeah. You know, we, you and I have talked a lot. Mm-hmm. We've, we've, uh, um, we've talked with a lot of members, actually. We've shown a lot of people. This yeah. has been down here since April, April um, front and center in the pro shop. Mm-hmm. So, which has given us a lot of opportunities to uh, uh, have conversations. But I just want to make sure that everybody knows that if, if you have questions about what you see, come, come seek me out. Seek David out. We will be more than willing to walk you through and talk about everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just because with the momentum that we're gaining from the standpoint of, like you said, the hype on what, you know, where this little golf course is going, mm-hmm. um, it's all, it's all positive. Um, we're, we're taking into consideration everybody, all, all people of all ages, shapes, sizes, and abilities. Um, and when you see it and we walk you through it, it's definitely going to, uh, you're going to see, huh? I get it. I get it. Right now, I think the challenge is we are um, doing not necessarily what's easiest, but kind of right now, Mm -hmm. which appear to be to make the golf course more difficult. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The things that we can't take care of right now are what is going to you know, expand, expanding landing areas, widening things out, adding more fairway. Right. Um, the ability to use more slopes around the greens. Um, those are the things that you're going to see that are going to benefit ladies, seniors, children, mid to high handicaps, more um, forward tee boxes, more forward tee boxes. Um, yeah, so and we gotta understand too, we got a crew of like four or five guys. You know, so we're doing this on top of um uh our normal maintenance. Yeah, the daily daily requirements. Um, and then with the water restrictions oh, that we have yeah. right now, you know, we're we're kind of fighting that. So yeah, we did we cherry picked um something that we thought could make an immediate impact, sell the vision. Um, we're doing a lot of work along Westwood. Yeah. So we got a lot of marketability. Hopefully that draws up some window shopping for yeah. some perpetual or prospective members. Yes. Um, so um, this fall, like I said, we're, there's a, there's a, that's the last thing that um, I hope anybody takes away from this plan is that it's only aimed at a certain group of, members or golfers yeah or whatever else because that's it's just not the case yeah and uh you know you know i made it very clear when i got here you know you know this is something that you want to focus on um all handicaps like you said children um i want this to be a fun golf course for everybody yeah 
Um, now it's going to be challenging, yeah. but it's, it's fun. Um, and so, you know, hopefully, like you said, um, you know, once we're able to actually get this out there and, and talk to people about it, there's, you know, this draws up a lot of excitement, which I think it already has, mm-hmm. but, um, um, just keep that momentum going. So bunkers on 11 are, were sodded today. Um, hopefully we can get the sand in those before the city, um, work is, uh, completed on the bunkers on 13 green side. Um, and, and that'll probably be it for now. It's 12. Like I said, it's done. The Creek on 14 is, uh, completed, um, for right now. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think it turned out great. Um, I think it looks great. Um, waiting on some seed to start germinating for the fairway. Um, and I think that I, I just think that adding the creek ended up turning into a, a a huge positive for that hole. Um, it might not come off that way, but that fairway, I mean, was wilting out mm-hmm. in April. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we started losing turf on that fairway almost immediately coming out of out of dormancy. And what we found out was that. You know, um, back in the 1970s or whenever the exact date, I don't know, but it was in the 70s for sure, coming off of old aerials, when that creek was filled in, that it was uh, filled in with heavy amounts of clay. Yeah. Heavy black clay, blue clay. Um, and that whole, that whole fairway was or that section of fairway up until that creek was uh the same thing yeah um so we were actually able to go in and, and we put about a um you know three to four five inch you know black dirt cap over the top of that area that was desiccated or, or dead or however yeah. you want to look at it and uh so we we're able to actually take a little bit of the slope out to the creek i mean not a lot but i mean raised it up a little bit and got some good soil on top of there and, you know, get seeded. Um, fairways being expanded to the left. Yep. Yeah. Um, the runoff from the green is not as severe as it once was. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of positives that came out of that. And I just, I, I mean, I think, you know, visually it's a, it turned out good yeah we did get some stones donated from tom apgar yes we did yes that was nice of him to to give us those those stones to kind of add some character to that that project yeah Um, i thought it turned out pretty good um a nice feature i've 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 had several comments from some other pga professionals that have seen you know some pictures online or things like that of of the eh, that going in and the response that I, I get is awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So um, I think when it's all said and done, once that, you know, we have sod established, we have seed that's germinated and we got grass there. I think it's going to be, going to be really cool. It's, it's, it's definitely back to how it was originally laid out. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the other thing about this, this, this plan is restore, renovate, and right. modernize. 
Elmwood Country Club. And um, I think this is just this is the beginning. We'll we'll get the membership. Uh, we'll, we'll you know continue to get everybody behind it, um, the direction that we're going. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to to get out there. And I think this fall is going to be a fantastic fall um, with with a boatload of activity, a boatload of events. Um, it is uh, it's shaping up to be a pretty a pretty fun time here at Elmwood Country Club here over the next couple months. Um, we are going to take another brief two-minute break before we come back and uh, conclude this uh, episode of the Green Awning. So once again, thank you for listening. I'm J.G. Netto with David Icorn, and we'll see you back here in a few minutes.